I am Bamps, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. Things had been happening, and the Coterie had made plans on stuff that they were going to do to get ahead of the problems that they were having. In particular, this time with Jade, and the things that Jimmy had done, and getting that all taken care of. Only now... Art had received the message before going to sleep the most previous evening. Uh, he had reached out a couple of days ago asking for some help from the NOS network about a um, curious person of interest who he strongly suspects for good reason is a hunter. And well, it seems that somebody has information for him and left a message that they need to talk tomorrow night first thing. Where did they leave you this message? How did this message get to you? If it is NAS Network, then more than likely it would have come via like express courier. And like not just any express courier, but you know, there's like one particular guy that is part of a uh, courier network in Springfield. And it's part of the larger NOS network, as I said. So these guys are, they're garbage men. And so as they they make the rounds doing the garbage, they know where the dead drops are for the NOS. And so Art has his dead drop set up. There is a, almost like a mail slot over by the dumpsters at the mall. And so if they've got a message, they uh you know they they walk up they get the the dumpster set up to dump they pull the uh they pull the the false brick they slide it in the mail slot they close it back up and when that brick hits the hits the mail slot it hits the thing saying hey there's a light now in his haven saying hey you've got a message and then he just checks the uh checks the envelope and reads the message very much you've got mail very much cool so checking your mail as it were before going to bed the previous night you found that there is this message for you uh and it's somebody who wants to have a call uh there are a series of numbers there is a series of um encryptions of things that you recognize that is old style kgb stuff stuff that art is familiar with too familiar probably too familiar indeed uh all right so paranoia is kicking into overdrive uh this message is it typed or is it written it is typed it is on an old typewriter because it's not actually like laser printed or anything like that as the one would get from a computer situation um but it's 
doing your KGB stuff, it is the kind of thing that the person who sent this is familiar with Tradecraft. Looking it over, I will ask you, what is the part about this Tradecrafted letter that tells you that you know who sent it? In, in terms of Tradecraft, there are very few people in the KGB that Art doesn't know, given that he's had a lot of time to find people, and he knew a lot of people in the station in Berlin, which is where he was. So if somebody is using the old KGB ciphers, okay, that's kind of a short list. If they're using ciphers he recognizes as one specific to East Berlin or Eastern Germany, then he absolutely knows that somebody in the area probably grabbed those or somebody who knows that area. So there's probably a couple of American counterparts because that's how counter intel works. But I think it's the typewriter because while art grew with the times and really took to computer systems as uh, a method of gaining signals intelligence, there's something about a typewriter that it has a language all its own, but because you don't have the handwriting, now it's how hard did somebody mash this key down? You know, are they are they touch typing and just slamming one finger on the key and then moving to the next one, or are they using it as somebody in a steno pool would? And then you can tell from the the font of that typewriter generally what kind of typewriter it was. And if it's a KGB cipher, and maybe it's a, uh, you know, German, or maybe like a Czech, or you know, Ukrainian manufactured typewriter, then you know it's definitely somebody set in their ways, and he knows a couple of Nas who were definitely set in their ways in the old country. Does he think he knows who it is? He has a sneaking suspicion. Okay, well, let's see if your sneaking suspicion is the same idea that I also have. Okay. So, do you do anything with this with this information in mind? It is a um, it has a it has a physical location for you to meet, which is someplace that you know has a payphone payphones that the NAS like to keep running in the city to more or less have a method of communication that nobody pays any attention to. You know, they're always just telephone booths on street corners, that kind of stuff, but often ignored and under um, under repaired, I guess is a good way of putting it. Left to their own devices. Yeah, poorly maintained. That, that's the word. Right. It's it. Springfield uh, took a page from London's book where the London phone booth is a universally recognized sign that this is a communications point. As such, in London, um, they're not allowed to remove those boxes. And some of them still have phones. Some have been used, you know, utilized in other purposes. Springfield tried the same thing. They don't get rid of the telephone booths, and somebody is kind of maintaining them, but 
there is a law in the books that says that they are not allowed to get rid of them and they have to be at least of minimum working order. So when some dipshit comes by with a baseball bat and you know breaks the bat against the telephone booth, then somebody's coming in and fixing it. And more often than not, it's the NOS network. Having that situation where you can go and you can not quite push the operator button, but punch in a, uh, what was it, 401 call collect, right. collect uh, hit that number, and then know you're connected to somebody who, who knows. And that is where... Uh, where your meeting is to be taking place at a phone booth in the city kind of close will take you a little while to get there but fine he can ruminate on the uh the growing hunger in his belly because it's been a while and nobody's been feeding him so he's not looking forward to having to go to actually like hunt yeah especially with his situation yeah, so he he needs to keep quiet because of all the other stupid bullshit that the coterie's been getting up to. Uh, a return of the chupacabra is the last thing that he needs. Last thing that the city needs too, I'm sure. Of course. So you just head to bed afterwards, or Art realizes this is dumb, and it's it's going to be even dumber because. He is thinking that he's going to call uh, his police contact, the uh, the the person he's been paying in blood, mm-hmm. and have him nearby in a surveillance capacity. Sure. Do you want him in a marked car or an unmarked car? Unmarked. Yeah, that's something that he can arrange to be in the air. Do you want him specifically, or do you just want a... A person. Uh, so he's going to ask for two cars. He's going to ask for one one schmo in a marked car, and then uh, he will ask specifically for the detective in an unmarked vehicle. Use your best, uh, your best estimate, your best estimation, your best feeling on where to set up. But this is this is what's going to happen, and I want it recorded. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, he can uh, do that dependent upon how long you need uh, depending upon how long you need that other car to sit around. It may or may not be able to stay that long, but it'll be there at the time you're uh, you're asking for. That's fine. In fact, you know, just stay there and until like a call comes and then just it's it's there to look obvious. Cool. Uh, is there any other preliminary stuff you want to do for this situation, or are you? I don't you think I can find out what happens. Yeah, I I can't get over there in time to to set up surveillance on the area, which is why I'm having to have to expose the cop to more of his shading dealings. But needs must. Uh, that'll be it. Uh, in that case. Time will pass, the sun will rise, the sun will set, and Arthur Subcheck will wake up a little hungrier than he went to bed. And it's just going to make him more irate? It's just going to make him more irate. Yep. So he's already in a bad mood. 
because of this whole thing between Coco and Jimmy and Donnie's thing. So now he's got another, you know, yet another ghoul to go find, and he doesn't even have any ghouls. Yeah, that works. But it does get you out of going and dealing with Jade stuff tonight, and you're just dealing with your own stuff, which is potentially a whole other set of problems. Um, how are you getting out to your little phone call meeting? No, it's not that far away. I kind of want to utilize the car service he set up, but at the same time, I don't. I think he's going to... Uh, I'm going to have to set up a pest control service for later. He'll take the bus, by which he'll be obfuscated, and he'll hang off of the back to get nearby. Oh, and then he'll just... Thing. yeah gonna risk getting hungrier okay yep i don't have a lot of choice in the matter i mean i guess i could just walk but i don't know something about this seems off cool once again drawing on the powers of your blood and feeling the beast within within you stirring you pass from mortal observation as you climb onto the back of this bus and just kind of dangle there if you had a skateboard you'd be able to just like whoosh behind it but not this time not this time nobody will notice it's fine a little bit of travel time will pass as you arrive at your destination and it's a pretty unremarkable section of town where your little corner shop is there it has a little newspaper stand thing there there's the uh, there's the phone booth that has got graffiti on it and stuff sprayed all over it, which does help to hide that somebody may be inside of it. It does also smell like it's been used as a public toilet, which I'm sure you're also not surprised about. Nope, not one bit. Not one bit. Um, There are a couple of people just kind of milling about. You will see a car that is down the block that is just kind of sitting there. And as you arrive, there is a police cruiser that just kind of slow rolls by. Excellent. So your preparations are here. Do you want to do anything before awaiting your phone call? Yep, we're going to case the area because Art knows that where he would surveil. And so he's going to be checking those places, plus the places that he wouldn't surveil because somebody would probably do something there. Looking around, you don't see any evidence of anybody setting up snooping equipment. Um, this is the kind of area where things that would be expensive are probably quickly liberated. You can see that the um, you see that the little corner stop has gla uh, has bars on the glass of its windows. You can see that the area is not surprising to see a cop roll by. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not great. Yep. But Perfect. he's Perfect. he's paying attention to it all. All right. Well, see if there's anything else that I can... Very risky as your stomach grumbles. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to have to be patient. It's going to have to wait. Doesn't want to wait, though. I mean, you know, if somebody disappears around here, they're not going to notice, but 
Yeah. They're not going to be as noticeable. As noticeable. No, no, not with, not with the detective in the area. Not with Detective Stevens nearby. Nope. Art will wait. He'll just settle into a place where there's good sight lines and just wait. Time will pass, and then the phone will ring. At the first ring, he will approach. At the second ring, he will uh, push at the door, not with his hand, but like with the, the cloth of his track jacket. Nice sure. and slow. And by the third ring? He'll pick up, hold it at ear's length, and then he will say, I am here. An important question is, do you say it in Russian or do you say it in English? German. German. Very interesting. The voice that answers you is also in German. It is a voice you recognize, and it is a voice that you have not heard in probably since you've gotten to Springfield, if not longer. Yeah, probably it, about 40 years. Something along those lines. It is the voice of your sire. I thought it might be you. He will stay in German because uh, well, because that's what he prefers. I, I feel like that's more of his native language anyway. Yes, absolutely. Um, tell us and the audience at home a little bit about your sire. Helmut is a, a German Nosferatu, and he is, you know, he was he was German back during like. Uh, Probably like around before he was not quite contemporary of like Kaiser Wilhelm the first, but um, probably a generation or two before. Um, so almost Prussian. Uh, he has uh, he watched the development of of technology with interest, um, and he was commanded to by his own sire after the Great War. Uh, that saw the destruction of a lot of Central Europe. And as an Osferatu, when he was turned during, you know, the dark, the dark days, and he became the monster that he didn't think existed, he took to being a spy master very readily. So when World War II happened, he was, um, you know, Germany was his home. So he was working with the Axis, kind of gathering those secrets and almost being kind of not quite counterintelligence, but you know, the the Nosferatu were kind of at a standstill, but they also lost a lot of a lot of uh knowledge and blood after the by the time the war had ended. And so as the Russians came in and the country got partitioned, Helmet ended up on the Russian side, and he was already known as an asset to the KGB, and he had a price for his assistance, and he needed new blood. Um, Art was some of that blood, and he was taught in the ways of tradecraft as an actual KGB agent, 
learn German, all of that. So Helmet is a little archaic, obviously. You know, he's he's using the old methods that he trained art in. He probably knows some other methods, but it's hard to get carrier pigeons these days. Um and he's he's considerate with his words. He's very careful with his with his information. And I wouldn't say he's like Red Skull, but he's got a lot more of like the original Nosferatu vibe than Art does. Art was easily controllable because when he when he was embraced, he gained a hunger for flesh. And so that made him very useful and easily controllable, like I said. But Helmet is... I don't even know how to describe it, but he's uh, hes definitely German through and through, and he is one of the darkest parts in the shadows of Germany's history. Sounds like a real winner. Absolutely. He was a mo- he was not quite a monster in life, but he's definitely a monster in death. What did he call you? Was it did he just call you child? Did he call you by your name? Little bird. Little bird. Or it was one of his little birds. Now he's a now he's a big bird. So uh his response in German will be you know, little bird. You are asking questions. Is it not in my nature to ask questions? Chirp in the ear. It is in all of our natures. What is it that you want to know of this man? All that I can. From what I have found so far and what he carried upon him in his hail days of living, he sought to hunt us or hunt something of the night. I wish to know who sent him. There's a silence on the other end of the phone. Uh, if you want to give me just a, a roll to hear anything in the background on the other end of the phone, I would be happy to, to have it. Whatever you think is appropriate. The beast wants to know. What's that? It said the beast wants to know. Yeah, yeah, it does. There is a moment of silence as if he is talking to somebody else. He has, in some way, covered the phone, maybe even muted it or elsewise, whatever he is calling from, because he doesn't have to be calling necessarily from one of these payphones. Uh, he could just be using a cell phone and just have muted it, but you don't hear anything going on in the background. But he will click back on and begin to tell you a lot of things. Uh, so he will tell you that he, this man who is a hunter is his own man. He is not sent by an agency. He has a small group of people that are of like mind that he is from. Uh, we said he was from New York on his ID. Is that what it was? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Um, he will confirm that 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 is where he is from. That it's not a that that part of the idea is not fake, and he will confirm other aspects of that idea to being true. He will confirm that uh, I think just about everything that you've already found for him. Um, 
did you find any of his potential accomplices? Not yet. Not yet. After he asks you that question, he begins to move on to other information. He will tell you that he knows of your kind. Um, That he... um, That while he is up in your area, because he obviously has some idea of where you are, given as you had to reach out for some information, and he's calling you, that... uh, that he is up there following some sort of lead that he believes has something to do with the church. He is not directly associated with the church, but somebody in his uh, his little hunter cell is. Society of St. Leopold? Nothing, nothing so organized. These are altar boys playing at Crusade. As long as it is only the elder boys playing, we do not need a second one, yeah? Do not. This is personal for him. Personal? Hmm. Indeed. You share family with him. Art's going to cover the phone. I swear to himself. Uncover the phone. I thought that near impossible. Well, you see... His sister is now your sister. Was his sister. Well, he was. Art's having trouble thinking, because I'm also having trouble thinking. Ooh, uh, I will... What What are you having trouble thinking? Um, is it the cryptic nature of what he said that you need explained, or is it something else? the cryptic nature of what he just said his sister is now my sister so there's i i so i i can spell that out because you know helmet okay. very well uh he embraced this guy's sister and is now your sister by by having the uh, okay by having the same sire i see so art art lets lets the silence hang for a second and then says and you sent him this way not he came this way it was you sent him here is that accusation or is that a question question i sent him nowhere he believes that he has put his sister to rest here and seeks to do more for other victims elsewhere Well, I can safely say he did not get far. He did not, but he is not alone. I will have to redouble my efforts. There has been much going on in the city. Have you made yourself valuable? In several ways. Uh, The political situation here is precarious. But now that the risk of this about is publicly reduced, yeah, they are focusing on the interesting conflicts between the Anarchs and the Camarilla. You have won yourself prestige? I would not call it such prestige, but there is a quiet understanding amongst the Shadows of the Night, that if certain things need to be accomplished, uh, my name is at the top of that list. 
Good. Uh, out of character, is there anything else you would like to know about this man before we move on to him asking for his payment? Um, most of the stuff I already know. He's got accomplices. The accomplices are probably in the city. The accomplices are probably looking for him. That will help. Um, mm. No. No, I think there's nothing else. So, Good. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. This man, he had a piece of jewelry. It's a crucifix. I want you to get it for me. That crucifix was not in his possession, was it? I know. I think the rosary was. Uh, it the rosary, the crucifix was in pictures that you saw of him. Was not actually in his possession. Right. Okay. 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 A crucifix, sir. I I remember you were not exactly a penitent man. It is not for me. Ah. Uh. Your sister was very upset when she found out her brother was dead. She wants the crucifix that he had to remember their parents by. It's garbage, but maybe I should do something nice for her. Very well. I shall acquire this crucifix, and I shall send it on the usual channels. You have a Dropbox you would like me to send this to. He exchanges some information about how he can be contacted and how he can be reached for... Uh, he gives you some information about where you can send it and uh, a number that can be used to reach them. Excellent. So Art will take all that down and before signing off, he will say, you know, while I expected it to be you, I did not expect to see you operating again in the West. I thought the terms of the agreement is that I would stay over here and you would stay over there. Old favors need to be repaid. Ah. Uh, when I am done, I will leave. Very well. Old favors it is. I will send word when I have re retrieved the item that you seek. It is good to know that you are still useful. It is a new night. And new uses appear every moment of every evening. I don't feel like he says goodbye. I feel like he just hangs up. No, he just hangs up. Yeah. So he does. He just hangs up. What is Art's immediate mood? Uh, it's almost there's a... Um, there's basically... there. There's four, there's four things. First, like... He hangs up the phone and part of him says, you know, that was kind of nice. And a second part says, you remember what we went through. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. And then the beast is like, I want to kill and eat him. And then the other beast says, I want to kill and eat something. So I think overall, he's surprised that helmet is getting directly involved but he also understands why helmet's getting involved because he can needle art a little bit and still do a favor for this this 
new fancy that he's found. Yep. So what's his next plan of action? Next plan of action is he will um he will ask his Detective Stevens uh if he has seen anything of interest during this time in the area. Um if, you know, the slow roll caught anything, anything that seemed like even remotely out of place. And he is gonna have to start Oh, I know what he'll do. He's also going to ask Detective Stevens if there have been inquiries to the disappearance of this this guy, this hunter. He has not had anybody ask any questions about this guy. Uh, I don't recall if you even told him who this guy was. Probably not. He's kept it close to the chest, but he'll uh, throw out a name and see if there's uh, ask if there's been anything on. Uh, the missing persons net involving this. And then otherwise, if if not, then Art will have to give Skullivan a call later. It tells you that he can look into it, but nothing off the top of his head has, uh, has come up. Uh, very well. Is there anything else that would directly affect you or I? I know we have a chess game approaching. In a little bit, yes. If there is nothing else of pertinent interest, thank you for your assistance, and I will remember this. He'll send back a message of, how hard do you want me to look into this? Art will send back, only press if there's active interest in his disappearance. If there isn't, let me know. I would like to know who's looking for him. And he sends back a 10-4. Cool. Cool. That'll be hanging for him to be working on. Take him a little while to, to do. Do you want to call Scullivan tonight, or do you want to let that float? You know, uh, the way he's feeling. Yeah, let's give Skullivan a call. He wants to get this over with. And I, I'm i liking the idea of him like snapping and, the, and having an argument with the beast as hungry as he is right now. You give him a ring. Uh, it takes a couple of times before he answers. Are you calling from a number that he would know or are you calling from a like a burner or something along those lines? Uh, I would use a burner. So there's just a just a hello on the other end. Sullivan, it's art. What can I do for you this evening? That package you dropped off. What can you tell me about it? Is this a phone conversation or come to think of it, probably not. Is there somewhere you would like to meet? He thinks over for a second. And then uh, I'll come back. I'm pretty free this evening. I can meet you wherever. Art will give him the address of a NOS friendly, um, I wouldn't call it a restaurant, but like, you know, one of those smoky bar meeting places where 
only those in the know go. Sure. Uh, he will tell you that he'll be there shortly. All right. Well, we'll shuffle on that direction. Shuffling along. Uh, tell me about this place that these NOS like to meet, besides that it's a little swanky bar. Is it underground? Is it a... Of course it's underground. It's uh, keeping in with the uh, the NOS habit of staying underground in dark spaces. Um, this is one of those... <clears throat> excuse me. It would almost be considered... Like, it was a speakeasy, probably, way back in the day. This is something that Francis probably would have found great interest in if he'd known about it. But he wasn't in this area, and it was so quiet. Really, it was a vacant spot that a tavern owner decided, hey, this would be a great place for a speakeasy, wink, wink. And it ended up being, like, just one of those really popular places. And then after after the 20s into the 30s, the place shut down. But the NOS always knew about it. So it's in the basement of an old, like, three-story building. It is, the place used to be a, um, a taxi depot. And throughout the years, it's been gentrified and regentrified, And now it's like some rent a cubicle place that all the trendy kids like to use because it's got really good Wi-Fi and and good connection to the rest of the city. That you know the basement looks like your basic yeah here's where the utilities are type of thing. But there's subway slash sewer access into this place and the main door has been you know concreted over. It's it's where the the breakers and the electrical system access panel is. It's blocked off. You can't get there. And so it's one of those places where everybody who's down there is is Nosferatu. And, you know, the walls have ears is the name of this place. But it's also one of the places where they respectfully turn their ears away when there's a discussion. And so the lights are low. Uh, the room is filled with smoke. Everybody's got those little electric lighters. And gets a little bit of a thrill from smoking their cigarettes or their cigars, or you know, there's the occasional power move where somebody will light a pipe and quietly push the fear back. There might be a little, you know, snifter of blood here and there, but really, this is for business and not for eating. Is this a specific place, or is there a couple places like this around the city? There are a couple places like this around the city. This is an ex an additional part of the NOS network. Not only do they operate the payphone system, but they've carved out little places like this. Um, you could call it accorded neutral territory, um, specifically for the Nosferatu. Uh, there's been talks within the NOS network in Springfield to have larger neutral territories that are separate from Elysium where the Anarchs can get together and hash out stuff separate from the Camarilla. How long do you think it took Art to get there from where he was? Uh, it probably took him an hour, specifically on foot. When you arrive, Sullivan is already there. He also has Churchill with him. Once Art hits, like, the sewers, he can finally, like, drop his cloak 
And so he's visible when he comes in, you know, shaking off the dirt of a lo- another long spring night. He does reach into a pocket and he has a gas station cigarillo for Churchill. And then he's got his pack of terrible carcinoma angels. Sullivan is just hanging out and the equivalent of sitting at the bar waiting. But when he sees you, he will get up and walk up to meet with you. I'll go through the usual motions. Uh, Not quite a handshake, but there is that almost like the shadow runner nod. It's like, hey, what's up? And they'll make the customary small talk. The the exchange of the gift, since Art is asking for information, he does offer a, a tidbit for the dog is kind of the small talk. <laughs> he is happy to, to light it up for his canine friend and walks off to a little side area for a little bit more, not quite privacy, because, again, you can all turn invisible in here. So who knows if you're truly private. But there's a little bit of assumed professional courtesy that you're not going to really snoop. Once you're in this little private area, he'll just... What is it you want to know? Though you dropped off, he had the taste of the true faith on him. Where did you pick him up? He looks around the room in the futile attempt to... See if anybody is paying attention. He he tells you that he picked him up in an area to the north of where you guys' territory is. That you know is something that is controlled in the loose way that Gangrel can often be by Baron Ahmed, the Gangrel Baron. Somebody that he works with frequently given as there is, uh, there's a zoo up there and Animals is something that he is pretty good with, even given his, you know, vampiric status. I didn't so much pick him up as he picked me up. He was alone? From what I could tell, he followed me for a little while. Art will reach into uh, his jacket pocket, and he's got that picture of the guy with the crucifix on. And he'll slide it forward. The necklace, did he have that? He did. It wasn't in his things. What happened to it? He straightens up, crosses his arms. Why does it matter? Because he wasn't alone. He's part of a team, a team that is in Springfield that I am now trying to track. I was worried that he might not be alone. So what do you want with it? Well, there are two things. One, given the size of this cell and its proximity, the Society of St. Leopold, perhaps, it is an identifier in order to find the rest of the cell within the city. So I'd like to look at that closely. The second is that it is payment for a favor that I have asked for. And I would owe a favor in order to get it to them. He will, he's going to look around the room, not here. 
and he head nods in the direction for you to follow him as he walks off. All right, in for a penny, in for a pound. Yep. Churchill follows, still puffing away, and he's going to take you out into the sewers, and you guys will walk for a couple of minutes getting away from areas that are likely to be trafficked by NOS that are just kind of moving around. And after a moment, he will slow his walking, and walking next to you, he will ask you, do you know what a fetter is? I know a little about it. I've been dabbling in some other things. A little to do with wraiths, yes? That's one way of putting it. Yes, it is a it is an item that is important to someone who is now a wraith or a ghost. And that is why I kept it. Important to somebody who is now a ghost. And not this um, this fellow that uh, we have inhumed? It was important to him. And with it, we can do things. Uh, Art is unsure how much he wants to share about this. But this is quickly becoming more and more of of a shit show let's be honest it's becoming more and more of a shit show look everybody else has their own problems art needs some of his no it's it's absolutely true are those things going to bring the second inquisition to the city because it seems that is the risk right now does art mean the the wraiths and fetters or does he mean some the hunters themselves he means that, like, if you're going to do something with the fetters, is the fetter going to, is is the outcome of it going to bring more hunters to the city? Fetters are very localized in their effects and who they can in. For example, if I had questions or wanted to make him do, could make him do something. What would it take to get him to answer questions about this cell? As with all things, it would take blood and reciprocations of favors. Art size. Unless you know another person skilled in coercing wraiths. Not yet, I don't. But give me time, Sullivan. Give me time. But time is something I do not have in regards to the hunters. You get what I mean. What is your price for the information? And later, the crucifix itself. This chain of deals will be the undeath of me, I know. But the piper plays his tune and the rat must dance. For one, you can tell no one from or what I have done. That is pretty standard. I already assumed that, but what it stated clearly... You have my word as Arthur Sobchak Nosferatu that I will not breathe a word of this to any other living soul or dead soul. He has kept a very straight face, but when you say living soul, nothing changes. But then when you say dead soul, he smiles because there are some very, very specific words that you used in that statement. He will ask when. 
and we get this started tomorrow evening. I have a feeling this evening is going to be filled with mayhem for me or other duties. Very well. You guys set up a time and a place to meet and obviously an exchange of phone numbers, information, all of that good stuff. If there are any roles you wish to make before leaving for the night or leaving this meeting for the night, you are welcome to make them. You know, fire off one more wits and awareness. I got that. The hackles of paranoia are still going, and I want to make sure that nobody else was listening in. The only other being that seems to be here throughout this conversation was his wonderful dog. Is there anything else you want to know specifically? You weren't you weren't followed. You don't see any of the the usual signs that you would expect from a Nosferatu that is hanging around. Granted, if they were obfuscated, you wouldn't uh, notice them anyway. But what are you going to do about that? I mean, I could just flash my camera phone and take a picture. But how is Churchill looking? Is does he look unusually excited? Is he just calm as a cucumber? He seems to take on most of Sullivan's demeanor. He doesn't seem very excited. Walking through the sewers is obviously something that he is pretty used to. You will notice him, obviously, like having a little bit of a worse time because he is a much smaller animal. Okay. I I will have to look into that later. Uh, I, I don't think I have anything else. With that, you begin to head back home with... A hunger in your belly and many, many thoughts and ideas in your mind. Yeah, the best part about walking back home is that when you're alone with your thoughts, you get a lot of time to pick at them. Mm-hmm. Is there any of your own thoughts you want to pick out while we got a little bit of time? Or clarifying questions that I could answer while you're having your little stroll home? So, Sullivan's got the ability to talk to ghosts and do with them what he wills. Very useful. Helmut is filling favors and is in the country. And I wouldn't say has directly caused the hunters to come to Springfield, but between the hunters, Sullivan finding and using the crucifix, and Helmut turning the hunter's sister there is definitely something else going on there. So I still need to push further into this because somebody's still going to be asking questions when two scions of the same family disappear. As Arthur Sobchak is walking through the sewers on his way back home, thinking of everything, thinking of his sire, thinking of the fact that he now has a Nosferatu sister that something with Sullivan is going on, that there are more accomplices in the city. A idea comes to his mind that his sire has an idea who these people are. He didn't offer up that information because the information that Arthur bought with this exchange of favors that he is now two boons and a little secrecy deep in was only for who this guy was, not for anybody that he knew or who may be working with him, where almost assuredly your sire or your sister knows who they are. 
as expected, this is going much deeper than I thought it would. So with the burning questions of who these accomplices are and how you're going to find that information, you stalk back to the mall. And who knows what awaits you there? Answers await me there. That is what I will find. I will find the answers. And I will discover more. It is the 17th of July, 2022, right as my air conditioning kicks on. Uh, this Fortunately, is... I can't hear it. Oh, that's good. I always feel kind of bad because I can hear it really loud, but uh, I don't know how that works out for other people. Yeah, so far so good. Can't hear it. Cool. This is Art getting up to more trouble uh, again. Yes, because it never happens. It is the kind of thing that the person who sent this is familiar with tradecraft. Give me a investigation roll, and we'll see if you get some uh, some exceptional successes here. Yeah, I'll do intelligence and investigation then. Four successes off of six dice. That is acceptable. That's that's pretty good. Oh, did you want me to do a rouse check since this is a new night? Uh, I imagine this was the same night as your getting the message, looking through it, and are sitting down for bed. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but there will be a rouse check version. If you want to do that now to get it out of the way, you can all be canonical in order. Number three. This is perfect. Nom, nom, nom. Cool. Uh, he'll send back a message of how hard do you want me to look into this? I don't know if you didn't say anything or if I just didn't hear you. No, I'm I'm looking up at the ceiling trying to think of how I'm going to word it. Um, Once you're in this little private area, he'll just... What is it you wanted to... That was the wrong wrong style. It actually. was. Uh, what is it? No. Did it again. Shouldn't what do you want to know? What do you want to know? There we go. There we go. Quack. <laughs> What is it you want to know? He gives you a section of the city that is up in the area that he is sort of known to frequent. Um, nope, that was the wrong one. We'll go over to this other page. So you guys have this terrible little yellow level, little yellow area. Uh, he picked him up nearby in like this area which I believe is the under the control of the gangrel Baron, Baron Ahmed, which okay. is... Uh, I should do that in a way that does not reference the map because people won't be able to listen to the map. Um, and I would owe a favor in order to get it to them. Look at your sheet for a second. I really need to pick up that... Uh that lore sheet that I was going to get so I can start getting favors from people every every story because I, I'm building uh, havens. And offering consulting information. Uh, he will ask you, do you know what a fetter is? What a what is? Fetter? 
Uh, you're don't. welcome. To, you're welcome to roll a cult if you wish. Uh, I would like to. Yes. Continuing to uh, ease the beast. Two successes. Very consistent. I know. Um, it has something to do with ghosts and necromancy. Oh, okay. Nothing changes, but then when you say dead soul, he smiles because there are some very, very specific words that you used in that statement. Uh huh. Because I know that you are not author subject. Uh huh. And I think he's just going to ask you for boons that I might come up with details on later. That's what I figured. When two scions of the same family disappear. You want to roll a wits and insight? Uh, can I willpower that? Yeah, you would get two dice. I would get two dice? Yeah, because you can't reroll hunger dice. Right. Those aren't your dice, they're the beast. Uh-oh. No, no, this... I'm rolling with this. Oh, this is perfect. As expected, this is going much deeper than I thought it would. And I think for your messy critical, you have an idea for how that might play out? Um, I mean, the beast already hungers, but this is off of, like, a flash of insight, so I I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking compulsion. Yeah, well, his compulsion's already... Like, a NOS compulsion's already get all the info. Right, but specifically on, um, but there are many secrets going on, but this one specifically is what is, uh, what is triggering your compulsion. So it would put all of your other secrets and any other things that may come up as a problem to the side. Yeah, I dig it. This uh, Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, uh, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive A.B. and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or for upcoming releases, you can find them at World of darkness that come.